You are listening to Oh This Podcast on the Live 9 Podcast Network. This show may contain colorful language and topics. If you are sensitive to this, please be advised. Now on to the show. Everybody, welcome to another magical edition of Oh This Podcast. It is the show you love to hate and hate to love. We are broadcasting from the Learning Annex. It is sunny. It is March. It is the 17th. It is St. Patrick's Day. I am not wearing green. Steve, welcome. I am not wearing pants. I am not wearing <laughs> pants. The leprechaun, you know. No, that's more like a cherub-like demeanor. But Steve, welcome to another show. Thanks yes. For- you you managed to make it here. I did. Yeah. You're here. I'm here despite the holiday, the the rush of traffic uh, to uh, the fine city of Chicago where everyone decides to pretend that they're Irish for a day. Despite or in spite of? Uh, yes. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> Non-negotiable statement. So welcome, welcome. We've uh, we've been away for a little bit. And I think that the executive producers of this show um, took some creative liberties and let us take and have a couple days to focus on like what our St. Patrick's Day special was going to be. Indeed, yes. You know? The you know, they they recognized that we needed the uh you know, sometimes you just need the the freedom to uh explore a little bit and uh that's that was the time and and uh the break that we needed to uh, deliver a fine show on this uh the the holiest of uh holidays. Yes, the the creative and artistic endeavors. It is our 47th episode. It is our Andrea Kirilenko of Utah Jazz and Brooklyn Nets uh, fame. Well, more of jazz fame. Yeah, uh, mostly I jazz, mostly I think. Jazz. Yeah. He likes jazz. Fan of St. Patrick's Day doesn't like Rubens, though. That's um, <laughs> what I've been told from my sources. I don't have a source, but I'm just making that up. But, Steve, we've done this for a little bit. We've done 46 of these magical episodes already. Tell people where they can find them on the internet and what they can do to find us going forward. Yeah, uh, check out the uh, the shows. We've got our website at uh, ohthispodcast.com. Um, and then you can, uh, if you want to check out back episodes or anything like that, uh, wherever you're, uh, you prefer to get your podcasts, we're on uh, Google Play, we're on iTunes, we're on Spotify now. Uh, Search Limp Biscuit. you can find <laughs> us there for that. Or Shrimp Biscuit. There may or may not be some engineering going on in the near future, but right. uh, um, no, the, uh, we're, we're on uh, wherever you like to get your podcasts, you can find us there. Um, you can catch us on uh, Facebook where we'll post uh, stuff about the show and uh, we'll also uh, drop links for the new episodes there. Uh, we're both on on Twitter, uh, I'm at Steve Hombaker. Patrick's at P for R one, and then the, also they got the show handle at O oh, this podcast. Um, and then also uh, there, we got ways to support the show if you're so inclined. You can uh, uh, check out uh, the varying links that we have up on our website, and you can also support us on Patreon. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, we are here. It is March. It is the seventeenth. Historically, a number sixteen seed actually beat a one. Yes, you know, and I think you have the best uh, prognostication for uh, a number sixteen team in this in this tournament uh, to bet on for the second. They've never lost in the second nope. round. Uh, you know, citing sources for that one. <laughs> solid, a solid. Uh, you know, I mean, their their record uh, speaks for itself. Yep, it speaks <laughs> for itself. They've been doing it their entire career. So, <laughs> um, with that said, let's talk about. Um, Let's talk about the beer of the week, and then we can go into some other uh, dumbassery after that. How's that sound? <laughs> yes, dumbassery will be the uh, theme of the day. But uh, yeah, this week we are drinking uh, from Central Waters Brewing Company up in uh, northern Wisconsin. We're drinking their uh, uh, bourbon barrel uh, stout that they uh, they put in there. I believe it's it's called their Brewers Reserve series, but it's their bourbon barrel aged stout. Um, and it's a nine and a half percent uh, alcohol uh, content, and it uh, they age it for one year in uh, bourbon barrels. So um, it's not like a extremely long aged one, but uh, it's it's got uh, it's got it's got a few months in there. It's put uh, twelve back, and now it's ready to be unleashed upon the world. So um, really, it's uh, it's it's a little bit lighter than uh, what you'd think for like a bourbon barrel stout. It's a uh, um, I mean, you get all the classic notes of like roasted coffee and caramel and vanilla, um, and um, you get the boozy uh, nature from the uh, bourbon barrels uh, too. Um, but it's really like medium-bodied. Um, it's a little thin, honestly, for 
uh, what a lot of people would consider to be like the classic barrel aged stouts. And but by thin, you mean it's like it's not it's a little watery. Syrupy yeah, taste. it's not syrupy. It's not super heavy. Um, it's it drinks a little bit lighter. It's not it's not viscous. Um, so yeah, That's a good physics word. Right I know, there. right? You know, going back to science. <laughs> So it's, it, but it's still really flavorful, which a lot of people think like when you get a watered down beer, all the flavor goes away. This one still has a lot of notes. It's just not quite uh, um, full bodied um, as some of the others. So um, overall, it's, uh, you know, like oh, besides the it being a little thin, uh, it's just got like medium to low carbonation. Yeah. Um, but the flavors all really come through very nicely. Like I said, the caramel and vanilla um notes that you get and then a lot of like roasted uh coffee and some chocolate flavor to it too um very tasty uh solid offering central waters makes excellent beer um and the beautiful part about this one is it's like it comes in four packs of like 12 ounce bottles it's like 10 bucks yeah um so it's like it's really inexpensive for a barrel aged beer um they've got it on tap i mean i've seen people check it in all over the world i mean like People in Scotland and England have been checking it in. I've seen a few reviews from there. So um, distribution-wise, it probably doesn't make like the full U.S. It, it's mostly a, a Wisconsin, uh, Illinois. It probably makes its way into Minnesota, like some of the other upper Midwest states. But um, on tap, it probably has a little bit of a wider footprint. Interesting, interesting. So this is probably something that you'd go pick up at Benny's or BevMo. And I, honestly, or, I got this at uh, I got this at Woodman's grocery store. Okay. So granted they have a excellent beer selection, but I would not be shocked to see it at, in other like decent grocery stores and things like that. So but on so, the West Coast this might be something you'd have to go find and request if it, potentially. If yeah, they, can have it, that it, they probably can't mostly get it on the West Coast. I mean it's possible. Um you never say never, but uh, just like Justin Bieber. Um yeah. but uh yeah, it's and it's a rule saying a dog can't play basketball. <laughs> exactly. Um uh, but yeah, you would it's it's a very accessible uh barrel aged stout. I mean there's really no flaws to it other than like i said it's just a little thin but uh honestly that makes it i think it makes it a little bit better because you're not depends on like syrup like for the mood that you're in like it's it's it drinks a little bit quicker it does and it's it can be it's still a dangerous beer i mean it's nine and a half percent alcohol so it'll jump up on you um but it doesn't make you feel like you just you know drank a quart of motor oil or anything either doesn't so. make you feel any less of a man or a woman by drinking this beer. no no you feel just you, you feel happier but uh you know yeah it's it's a uh um it doesn't it doesn't emasculate you and it doesn't uh it doesn't uh knock you, it doesn't knock you down or anything like that it's just a really solid it's a beer that wants to be your friend to quote one of my favorite songs i get knocked down but i get up again <laughs> Exactly. If I'm going to be tub thumping around. And if you've got a four pack of it, it's easy to have one right. or two and you know get knocked down and then have another one. Why did we do it? This is St. Patrick's Day. Tumbo Wumba references <laughs> are perfectly applicable for that today. Um, that's great. So, um, Steve, ratings. Oh, yes. So the uh, fine uh, website, ratebeer.com, uh, puts it at a 99 out of 100. Um, then if you go over to Beer Advocate, 4.3 out of 5, and a uh, 4.2 out of 5 on Untapped. So okay. strong reviews all around. Um, I would Stevebeer.com. Stevebeer.com. GeoCity slash White Panda. I throw it in the, uh, I would give it the 4.2 range, okay. yeah. um, which I looked on Untapped, and it's a little bit higher than some of my friends posted it at, but that's a, there's only five five reviews, so um it, it it was still in the fours so that's not a not sure. a real big I mean, knock yeah I mean, and it moves in quarter point increments so it's not like you can get super granular with it either you can't pump and dump and game the system no 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 there's we're not big short in this one that's awesome <laughs> that's good stuff so we we promised dumbassery and that dumbassery we shall give and i think the the best way to describe this thing is uh Earlier last summer, we realized that we were going to start to do a segment, uh, which we said the beer of the week, which is the the unofficial, actually, it's the official reason we do this show. And it's the Oh This Podcast Beer of the Week. And then we had the unofficial segment of the Oh This Podcast Patrick's Hot Tub Beer of the Week. But we've <laughs> realized that those beers, there's only a couple of them that you can go through. So like every week, it's the same damn thing. So we decided to take and figure out, hey, how can we take and enlighten people on things that we may be, you know, experiencing in the world, things that might be true to our hearts, uh, things that might be um, uh, current events, you know, per se. Right, Steve? Sure. Yeah. And so we came up with the idea that we wanted to take and not only do like this, but it's, oh, this podcast, Patrick's obscure album, music choice and or song that he's randomly listening to this week. So. 
the hot track of the, the week. hot track the hot deep tracks of this week and so I have to say that this is going to be a segment that we'll be, we will be doing every episode coming on, therefore, in the future. Yes. It is going to be something. So you can mark your calendars to it. Every episode, you can get some hot playlists to take and listen to uh, by me, from me. Steve, do you want to have any the, rules to this? <laughs> the music curation of Patrick Farrar. Um, no, I don't think there's any, any uh, necessary rules. I think it's a... Uh, it's an exploration of uh, where your mindset is at the time and place, and it, uh, uh, if it promotes people checking out things that they haven't listened to or uh, things that they need to re- maybe reconsider um, or want to go back and hate listen to or anything of that nature, there's, uh, uh, that's, that's what the art is there for. So Yes. And the first track that we'll be doing, it's not an album. I mean, it could be the album. You could yeah, you could do absolutely do albums or, or tracks right. here. You yeah. could find the album and go with the great original movie soundtrack for the movie Top Gun and find the title love song from that. But the first Patrick's obscure music selection of the week is going to be from none other than the band Berlin. Okay. And taking my breath away. Because, Steve, <laughs> some moments in life we just realize that you take my breath away every time we get to take and talk about music and podcasts and beer and stupid stuff. <laughs> and I like the band Berlin, and I want to take it to try to find out if they're doing anything touring wise or anything like that. So, Steve, you know, when Tom and Kelly embrace in their Tom Cruise, uh, Pete Mitchell, yes, Maverick, and <laughs> Kelly McGillis, uh, not Jester, call sign, I'm blanking on it right now. That's okay. Shine down. No, not <laughs> shine down. <laughs> Charlie, call sign Charlie. Okay. I got it. Embrace in the loving arms of each other. This anthem of amazing German music, synth bass, synth bass, <laughs> takes your breath away and <laughs> takes you and transports you to love and solace in the world, and that's why it is our random selection of music this week. Excellent! I actually heard that song uh, over this this past weekend. Was it watching over you? <laughs> we were in uh, like we were in the little town right outside of Zion National Park, and it came on because there's not a lot of radio options when you're out in the middle of nowhere, and it dropped right across like right before we were getting ready to park and i wouldn't i mean the park was beautiful i wouldn't say the park took my breath away but uh yes it, it happened it now, dropped did you drive around the block to take him away for the song to finish no okay no that's didn't. sad do you remember doing that as kids like i remember doing that if there was a song on the radio oh we're taking a trip around the block I'm, i wouldn't necessarily take a trip around the block i would just like if i was at home i would just park and sit and wait no this is when my dad was driving like we were kids okay. we'd drive around oh, the block okay. to get the like the you know, Tom Petty's on the radio. You got to, you know. Yeah, I can't say we did that. Okay. Maybe. I'm sure we we probably did, but I just don't recall it. Right, right. Yeah. Um, I will drop a uh, obscure, well, not really obscure, but uh, I will I will echo a, a track that I've been listening to. Echo away, my son. Um, so this is a, a Chicago, um, Chicago-based, uh, you know, our hearts lie here. Uh, so I went with uh, Wilco's uh, um, 1996 release uh, um, from Being Here, uh, Misunderstood. Good okay. track. Um, it's, you said, it's a, when you started saying Will, I was like, it's a Chicago-based... William Will Patrick S- Corgan? No, no, it's a <laughs> Chicago-based Will Smith song. And I'm like, what? I don't know what that would be. It's the uh, B-side to Welcome, Welcome to, to Miami. Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Bienvenido a Chicago. <laughs> um no uh i went style hit us up we got a we got a track (laughs) so uh yeah uh a fairly popular wilco song um but uh a older track nonetheless and a excellent song uh it kind of cool too because it's uh you know like the origins of that band and and its predecessors you know it was very like alt country and it kind of solidified things and moved them into like this just obscure like genre bending uh type band that yeah. uh, wilco kind of has proceeded to be still got a lot a little bit of twang in a lot of their songs um but uh that album in and of itself was uh definitely a, a an interesting piece for the uh like mid 90s uh something that was uh not really uh cookie cutter or anything yeah, like that sure. definitely a, a a significant departure from uh you know the the pop scene and things that were going on back then so that's cool see when you said alt country i just totally thought of a new genre and it's control alt country. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> it works. It works. <laughs> Do you hit delete at all? And uh, no, 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 you don't. You don't. You don't initiate the sequence first. You know, man. I'll tell you what. Like, I, I should. We're dragging this segment on probably too long, but the the power that you felt the first time you learned about control alt delete. Oh, 
Like you I felt have like, the power to yeah, kill things. Yeah, like you're sitting there and like, whoa, the, the you know, my fucking DOS computer or you know, Windows ninety five is just uh, uh, shit out on me. Oh wait, here's the key. <laughs> like you feel like the the whole god like the the keys to the universe have, right, have right, appeared right. before you and you have mastered the computer now you can c- close <laughs> ski free and yeah. minesweeper so you can open paint <laughs> and play number munchers because you ran out of fucking ram exactly <laughs> you're you're 250 god damn ram <laughs> that's uh, funny shit but uh yeah so the that is the uh the new segment so it'll be shorter on uh future episodes but or longer uh, we don't know well, yet maybe but it'll probably be shorter um but uh yeah the 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 track Patrick's hot track of the week will be a uh a a standout of the oh this podcast recurring segments. Absolutely. So, we're going to stick on music uh with per- actually all this episode just because uh, that's what St. Patrick's Day requires us to do. Oh, uh, and, and it's it's in our it's in our blood, it's in our bones. Um but Bone so blood. being St. Patrick's Day, um we want to talk a little bit about um, you know, not not so much about drinking and and all the other shenanigans that go on, but uh, some of the fine contributions that uh, the 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 Irish have provided to the rock and roll landscape. Yes, yes, they've they have many many fine tracks, kind of punch above uh, you know like for as small of a population as it is, like produce some pretty strong acts. I think of, I can I can think of a lot more Irish rock bands or bands in general that i can think of like oh then i can do like scottish bands right yeah i think that's a accurate. and that's not like ska ska <laughs> scottish bands yeah, like in the realm of ska right yeah <laughs> they're just happy to be from scotland that do ska music oh boy uh oh gosh trombones <laughs> Real, 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 real big haggis. I just, I just, yeah, trombones and fucking Sean Connery doing, and doing the lyrics. And caber tossing. <laughs> um, but like, no, there's a lot of different Irish bands too. Like for me right now, the baseline for Jailbreak is going through my head. Oh, I mean, Thin Lizzy for, for my money, as far as rock and roll is concerned, uh, from the, from the Irish, uh, the Irish entries, that's that's number one. Yeah, um, I mean that's number one. I think uh, in terms of like the hard rock, I think the standard one that everybody's gonna go to is obviously the the socially forward U two. Yeah, and everything that like you, regardless of what you know you think about the band and stuff like that, the newer stuff they really supplanted like pop culture in terms of like what they were able to do. Through rock music and also through, you know, other pop music and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, uh, I mean... Like, worldwide phenomenon in terms of, like, musical career. Yes, absolutely. And, like, for as much as, like, Bono can be just a pretentious knob, um, the the dude's got the dude's got pipes. Yeah. And he, you know... Like, absolutely. And The Edge, I mean, like, that's... A, I really... Like, I don't care for a lot of U2's music um, overall, but... The Edge's guitar playing always is has been like somewhat intriguing to me just because of like how minimal it can be at times and then how like layered it can also be. Like he right. he is really great with effects. Right. Um, and that's his, all, that's his whole thing. It's like yeah. he's playing the same chords and it's all just routing in effects and super like it's back chaining, backlining, all these different things to try to get these like things out. And you like literally if you watch what is it, It Might Get Loud, that documentary yeah, you yeah. said. Like I'm literally playing this this chord and I'm just strumming it once and it's doing this like sonic, like I don't even know what like the sonic gymnastics to turn into like what you hear. It's like delays and phasers and all these just like weird stuff. It's like I'm just playing two notes. Like I'm playing this like dee do yeah. dee do dee. So like in mysterious ways, like I love the like phaser like flange sound that he has right, right, in, right, right. in that Absolutely. On, like on a just a really like heavy riff and then also on like where the streets have no name like the delay and the, the like the, it's like slap back echo almost on it like with reverb and everything like it's just a gorgeous like intro and i mean obviously it runs through the whole song but like that layered uh piece is just like it just, it gives you like a different perspective on like what the guitar can do yeah absolutely yeah. so like there's a couple Irish bands. I know that you had a list of them out there of like, so if we were trying to give people like their quintessential St. Patrick's Day playlist, uh, where would it be? What I mean, we... it starts with Thin Lizzy, no doubt. No, it starts with Dropkick Murphys. No, fuck that. 
Um, <laughs> oh, we could go back to that. Uh, Thin Lizzy for sure, and it's uh, either either Jailbreak or the boys are back in town. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely, yeah. And then if you really want to do like whiskey in the jar, um, that's fine. Do yeah, that's. I don't. <laughs> I don't know if I'm sure Metallica was inspired by Thin Lizzy playing <laughs> whiskey in the jar, but uh, it's. It's fine. Yeah. The Thin yeah. Lizzy, like, that's what I can say about that song in general. Like, it's fine. And that's that's as far as it's going. Like, there's, I don't want to. You necessarily... just want to turn the page and go to something else. <laughs> it's an unforgiven mistake. Not, well, I, I would rather listen to the Thin God, Lizzy. There's so many puns in there. I know. I know. I have to disregard them because they're all over the place. Um, the, I would rather listen to the Thin Lizzy version of the of. Uh, whiskey in the jar rather than the metallica version mm-hmm. but i would rather make fun of the metallica version more than sure. i'd rather listen to the thin lizzy i'm in a vicious circle here yeah you're in an <laughs> infinite loop of hell like it's not good um and obviously like huge place i haven't huge really place. i haven't really heard the like traditional version of the song like an original um it might be even better than anything it, that you know well i mean it's it's like a irish you know an old you know drinking song basically so i'm sure that there's someone else has done it probably better than both of those two groups but uh who knows who knows i'm we not gonna, we don't know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna seek it out that's for, that's for I'm sure <laughs> okay so thin lizzie we got that who else we got you two that we've talked about those are pretty standards that we've yeah. come across um, but like van morrison okay yeah gotta throw that in there i mean he's a knight now sir van sir I, I don't think his name is van though really it's minivan minivan <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what is is. Uh, I know I, he's got a longer name. It's it's Van is a, some sort of abbreviation. Vanson. <laughs> Vincent. Van's aunt. He's Van Van's aunt. <laughs> that would be something. Um, no, but Van Morrison, I would put in there. Chumba Wumba. Um, <laughs> uh, cranberries, probably oh, too. Yes. Um, you know, what, what what's your what's your cranberries jam? Are you going zombie yes. dreams or linger? Zombie. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm a fan too. In like, my head. Oh, of course. Zombie. That song's a that's a that's a banger. I'm a big fan of that track. Dude, cranberries are making me think about turkey dinner and Thanksgiving now. <laughs> and I'm thinking about like cranberry sauce, which is trash. And, yeah, which is trash. Yeah, cran- <laughs> gelatinous cranberry yeah, goo. Yeah, the, the cranberry cranberries the band much better than gelatinous cranberry goo that yeah. you get at Thanksgiving yeah. for sure. We've my stance on cranberries is well known. <laughs> damn it, well documented. <laughs> band yes can no. <laughs> Um, dude, if you were to cranberries cover band, that should be your name. <laughs> I don't like, I feel like I would wind up if I was playing that song ever, I would just be constantly stuck in Andy Bernard's voice from the office when he's just singing it randomly. Well, you've never seen that episode of the office. Oh, there's, there's one where Andy is just like sitting. It's the episode where he punches the hole in the wall. Yeah. Okay. Please. Um, I think it is at least, um, Maybe not. If not, regardless. Yeah. Regardless, uh, he's just sitting at his desk singing <laughs> "Zombie" by <laughs> by Cranberries, and on it's repeat. Yeah, yeah. It's just the it's just the hook too, um, and it's he's like acapelling it a little bit, so it's it's a little all over the place. That's, but yeah, that's it, good. Zombie. <laughs> zombie. <laughs> um. But uh, yeah, that would be that would be definitely uh, a challenge for me. I would have to get over get around that. Um. So outside of those bands, though, like where I honestly where I would probably do my most the most of my listening, um, just because I like guitar playing, I would rather like Rory Gallagher would be okay where I'd spend most of my time in the uh, the music of people of Irish descent. Yeah, I thought it would not be that like, he's playing Irish traditional music. Most of his shit is just blue standards, but yeah, crazy I, good. I thought it would be like uh, Celtic Thunder, like the, <laughs> the Michael Flatley. Uh, is it Celtic Thunder like the Michael Flatley? Yeah, uh, like uh, what was the, the river, river dance? dance? Yeah, river dance. But there's another Celtic Thunder, yeah. and then there's another one where it's like Celtic Woman, where it's like just songs sung by. Uh, Is that a different version of Witchy Woman? It could be a different <laughs> song of that. Yes, it could be. I don't know. Like, so I always think of I, I don't Americanized also. Like, I always think of like the band Dropkick Murphys always yeah. comes into it. Like Flogging Molly, I hear about them. Yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, 
Every time I think of like St. Patrick's Day in America, I think of Boston for some reason. Boston, the band Boston, or the the city, the city, the okay. city, the city. I would say like I don't like if we were talking about the band Boston, I, I would not be putting that in the same realm. It's not a more than a feeling. <laughs> it would not. I have more than a feeling that it shouldn't. It doesn't right, belong right, there. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm just trying to think like of all these different like. Are we missing anything that's like straight up like egregious? No, those are the. I mean, for as far as like the big name acts, like there are some punk rock uh groups in you know from ireland that like i mean dude they the the i if obviously if you don't know you know go read about some of the uh history of ireland oh, and some yes. of the and and their relations with the, uh, up, up the rest of and, you know the country yeah. and the and great britain and all that i mean it's um the basis for some very uh strong social commentary and things uh which fit well in the punk rock scene in the 70s and 80s absolutely um, does for sure 100 percent but uh, yeah, I mean, outside, like I think those are the the key ones. Um, like I go back to Rory Gallagher a lot just because of like his like electrified blues playing is like it's not as psychedelic or anything, but it is energized and uh, unique. Um, it's it's like a I kind of put it in like an in between between like Jimi Hendrix and Led Zeppelin. Like, okay, sure. Um, you have just incredible musicianship and like high energy stuff. So it's uh, yeah, he's he's probably my my favorite of all of all the groups we've or well, he's a person, but uh, um, of all the acts that we've, Artists, we've listed out, yeah, singer songwriters um, and and but I mean it's the blues too. So it's like a you know it's a universally understood musical pathway too. So it's uh, it's easy to play, but it's not easy to be great at. Right, for and, sure. And, it's uh, easy to mess up too. Yeah, yeah. Um, as as I know very well. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be uh, too happy to have the blues. And it's a shame, like uh, he obviously, uh, you know, some some acts uh, go before their time, and he had you know drinking issues, and he took sedatives and things like that, and it really fucked. Him. He, I think he died of liver failure. Was the you know, he had a transplant, but it. Or wasn't gonna wasn't gonna work out. Right, so right. yeah, he he, um, I think he was like forty eight or something when he forty eight or fifty eight when he died. Uh, so kind of kind of shame that it's cut short. But uh, check out his catalog, especially his live shows. Like very, very good live shows. Awesome. Yeah. So high energy stuff. Yeah, that's that's the extent of my uh, my Irish. Um, do you have a do? You, let's go back to you too. Do you have a a, a track by you too that you do enjoy immensely? Gosh, I'm blanking right now. No. Um, let me see here. Uh, oh, I think, God, what is that song? I'm blanking right now on names. Uh, you like Vertigo the best, is what no, you're saying. No, <laughs> Because no, you like no, iPhones. No. Let me try to think here. <laughs> what, do you, what are some of your YouTube stuff? Uh, I, like, so, the, like I said before, um, Where the Streets Have No Name and um, Mysterious Ways are, like, my two, my two favorite tracks. Um, so I don't really get much beyond early nineties, like late eighties, early nineties, you two. Once like once you break that threshold, it's kind of uh um you know at least in my opinion, my my enjoyment of their music has gone down since that point. Yeah, I mean for me, Sunday Bloody Sunday off of the war album yeah, is like great, one great of the song. greatest yeah. guitar songs I've heard off of there. Um and I'm thinking like it's I can't remember which one it is, but Electrical Storm. Have you ever heard that? I can't. I don't think so. Oh, man. Do yourself a favor and check that out. I'll try to find out what album it is on. Um, I thought it was on the Zeropa album, but I'm not sure. I'm blanking right now, but that's another one that's got a great, like, weird. Like, it's all weird atmospheric guitar. Yeah. It's like, and that's what I like about them. It's like when it, the, I like the guitar dynamics. That's literally what I enjoy about mm-hmm. it. And then obviously, you know, the Joshua Tree album is just a yeah, top up, notch, like, yeah. fantastic. And album. I will, I will say that Octoon Baby is probably one of my favorite album names. <laughs> Not that it's the best album that they've ever put out, but for uh, sure, uh, that is a tremendous album name. All right, my man. Well, let's let us adjourn. Still into music, okay? Right? But this is going to we're going to have some. There, so, there's going to be some philosophical and moral stances that we have to take in this next segment. Morale? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm intrigued now. The, the first two have been easy. Like, that's, that's you know, 
right off the right off the shelf, no problem. So yeah, we've we've got that shit knocked out. We, we may or may not be friends after this. I, I think we'll still remain friends. But, okay, uh, are we going to be on speaking terms? There may be judgment. Okay. <laughs> um. So, you posed this uh, this fine scenario the other day, and uh, I I got to thinking about it because I think there's a lot of meat on this bone. <laughs> meat and um, potatoes. Kind me, of this is a this is the uh, one of those things that tests you. Um. You know, test your test the your makeup. It tests your mental aptitude. Uh, it, it tells people a lot about you. I think, it, like, rather than taking the Myers Briggs inventory, if if you just give them this question, this question. and then <laughs> they, if they, they haven't been an NFL <laughs> Combine question, and if they haven't heard these bands, then you make them listen to them. Okay, and then tell us. So the the premise here is, what band would you want to be in? Okay, so we're going to lead it off number one with Smash Mouth, number two. Sugar Ray. Okay. Number three, Harvey Danger. Now, when you say be in, do you, you mean to, like an active member? Of, an active member. Yes. So, like, are you the front man, or does the front man say, and you're just like, you're you you get contracted in to be guitar three because they're doing like a worldwide tour. Yeah, you could. It could be any any plausible scenario here. So, like, but you're, you want to be an addition. A, you're an addition to the yeah, band, yeah. not replacing any right. of the because because the, then it's really not the same band. Right. So you you are well, it's never going to be the same band when you're in it because you're just going to bring well, you're going to spit hot fire to yeah, it. You're going to be the the touring. Um, what a, pick pick an instrument and you're going to be you're going to be on tour and you're also going to have some contribution in the studio. The touring slide whistle. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the 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 touring. Uh, Harmonica, player. harmonica is actually. I was thinking more of like uh, the touring Tambourine. triangle player. Uh, that could work too. Okay. Okay. But yeah, that that's that's your role. You're you're in the band. You're you've got a full share. You're uh you're you're getting songwriting credit. If okay. You, if you're writing the song and when you're on tour, you're on stage. You're not you know back in the back just playing a guitar by yourself or anything like that. Off stage, just playing chords. Okay. Yeah. Now, is this active band right now? Is this like if they were touring today, or if this is touring when they're in their this heydays? This is this is ever. Okay. So like the, behind the music, you're in. It's blood in, blood out. Okay. Yeah, you're you're in the band. Okay. So you're getting like. You didn't just like you spo- get to, spontaneously combust. No, you get to you get to celebrate the highs, and you have to deal with the lows. Okay, okay. Huh, this is very interesting. I don't even know where I'm going to begin. I think I'm going to take and say Smash Mouth and uh, Sugar Ray were both LA based, right? They were both California, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, that wouldn't. Uh, I know no. Smash Mouth, um, and I think has Sugar ties Ray there, and I'm sure was like um, LA, probably Southern something. California, and. Harvey Danger was Seattle based. Yeah. Um so it's definitely West Coast biased right there. It so is. the it question is. that you have is would I rather be now, am I a founding member or are you a hired gun into this? Like if the, if I got offers for all these people to come be the the the, the lead cowbellist on the newest album, weather is going to play a factor where I'm going to go record. <laughs> so um I would say that you are a founding member. Okay. So you live in this region or you live in like, let's just say we live in like northern or southern Oregon. Okay. So we could commute to either one <laughs> to make this easier. Like we live in like Medford or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, there you go. Okay, good. I, I don't know. Like for me, I would think I would want to be in the band Smash Mouth. Really? Yeah. And like, and it's not because I'd rather be in the band... Like, okay, let me rephrase this. I would rather be in any of those bands, first off. But there's certain, like, I don't think I could ever pull off the frosted tips that Sugar Ray <laughs> would require me to have. Well, what about the fucking singer from Smash Mouth? Well, yeah. Well, that too. I'm just <laughs> thinking, you know, I'd have more of a chance of being an all-star and walking on the sun uh, than I would being fly and every morning. Like, I just think that would be more of a ability for me to assimilate into a smash mouth culture okay um then it would be for me to uh sit in a swimming pool on my back while vh1 music videos are playing <laughs> <laughs> kind of thing. uh or hopping around that freaking uh uh apartment or house uh as the music video is going because mm-hmm. remember that they were just like crawling around yeah. the floor on the music video yeah Trust me, I remember. I had Smash Mouth albums. <laughs> I had both of them. Which so I have to go. Oh no! Excuse me. I had Sugar Ray's albums. Oh, I had one Sugar Ray album. Um, Floored. 
Uh, no, uh, fourteen fifty nine. Okay. Um, so I had the Sugar Ray album, Floored, with Fly on it, that yeah. one that everybody had. I had fourteen fifty nine on it, but then I also had the Every Morning single album. Oh yeah. That was God. That was bad. I listened to the shit out of a lot of that stuff. <laughs> you know, Mark the- McGrath. Mark McGrath was a voice of a generation. Well, as a... I don't know which generation, but he was a voice of one of them. <laughs> as an adolescent uh, between the ages of 10 and 14, uh, I'm pretty confident you were just like, you know, when you register for the draft and like you somehow wind up uh, with a razor from, uh, you know, Schick or, or Gillette. Sure, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's the same premise. Like the somehow, somehow they found out that you were ages 10 to 14 and they just sent you a copy of Astro Lounge by yep. Smash Mouth. I remember I took in middle school, we had a, um, you had to take music class, uh-huh. right? And there was keyboards and like you actually had to play like Bach and Beethoven, like and like Ode to Joy and all this other stuff. <laughs> and then you got like one day to play, uh, you got one day like to play like whatever you wanted. And the couple of the kids in my class actually pl- had took music lessons and piano okay. lessons and they were playing. And so one of them told, taught us how to play uh, like the chords to Jurassic Park. None of us could really actually play sure. it, but it's like the Jurassic Park theme song. And then another one's like, here, this is how you play Smash Mouth. And he's just like, do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. and you start playing walking on the sun yeah. it's like yes like <laughs> and then it's like how do you know how to play that and then he teaches the music teacher how to play and she yeah. just goes freaking to town she's like in her late 70s probably <laughs> music teacher kind of like one of the older ladies yeah, that's yeah. like she could play anything like sight read anything and she's like oh what's this music and right she's just like just starts playing it not even knowing how awesome it was like that was a crowning moment for me so <laughs> I would take that as a moment of like if I was founding. Well, see, this is where it's existential because I'd need a time machine to take middle school me to project myself back <laughs> in time to join the band as a founding member uh-huh. to write the song for middle school me to play in middle school class. <laughs> this just got weird. Yeah. Like we just time warped twice up my asshole, and <laughs> I don't even know where I'm at right now. I'm in an alternate Back to the Future 2 universe. You're in a bizarro learning annex. Yeah, where Biff is... Uh, like you probably Biff's... you probably went to music class in the learning annex. Yeah, it's like, yeah, exactly, exactly. And everybody kept the seat on the toilet up there. <laughs> um, so, what I can glean from, from your choice of Smash Mouth, I'm, I'm going to do a little bit of a, a psychological profile. I here. am reclined at this moment, so you can profile so, away. You would rather... You this is your preference is to have more of com- more commercial success than the other two groups. You know, um, hey now, I am an all star. Yeah, I mean, obviously, huge, huge, huge hit for them. Obviously, and they had other songs. See, too. the only way that this would take and change is if you said I could also be in and or Lenny be Lenny Kravitz, and Ooh. then it's a game changer. Leonard, Leonard Kravitz. Leonard Kravitz. <laughs> uh, but yes, I no, think you cannot join Lenny Kravitz's <sighs> band. Um, so I'm just gonna fly away out of this episode. <laughs> so you're you you're in for more commercial success, um, but let's fl- let's fast forward here to to 2018 here. So what was it? Two years ago? A year ago? I think longer. That, um, that we saw that Smash Mouth was playing like the Vernon Hills Town Festival. Yeah, which yeah. Vernon I Hills sh- is a medium-sized village in in northern illinois um so hey every the, the stakes have uh have every rose has its thorn <laughs> we saw hoobastank at arlington heights frontier days last year well, too that, and that was later than smash mouth yeah. coming back and, and and smash mouth had a song in a shrek movie yes yeah, well not their song it was a cover still but. it was a song that they had performed yeah. in a shrek movie but like how are you going to go downhill from there? Well, that's what I'm saying. So you have you took a band that was once towards the top of the musical charts. Hoobastank never reached that. Um, I wonder what the reason was. Consist- Shut up. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um, it's a gift. <laughs> so you would, so flashing forward, like you want to go play the town festival and have your lead singer get water bottles thrown at him and him walk off stage. I thought he got thrown like rib bones and like uh cornbread at yeah. one of the places. Oh yeah. yeah. And but the band never broke and never stopped playing. Yeah. Well, cause then you don't get your gig money. Right. 
You know, I would rather like the the whole reason I would want to join Smash Mouth is because I want to be in a band that the lead singer also is a renowned chef and he's also in a hip hop <laughs> band as well. You the know, because lead he singer is, is Guy not Fieri. Guy Fieri. He is Guy Fieri and he is also the guy from Insane Clown Posse too. <laughs> um they're never seen in the same spots. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> they um, don't run in the same social crew. Yeah. <laughs> So, but yeah, so like the Smash Mouth's game now is go play the town or county or state fair and get owned on Twitter for interjecting themselves into things that they don't know much about. Um, they like walking on the sun. They like they're big on. I think they're like Oakland A's fans or something. Like, really, they're they're something weird. Or or they got owned by the Oakland A's on on Twitter or some shit like a little while ago. One way or the other, um, they they're not they're not. They're not uh, where you would say, um, I'm not a smart man. Their, their publicist might need to help them, and uh, maybe they don't have a publicist. Uh, but if I would maybe recommend getting one and then saying, hey, maybe you should dial back some of the stupid shit. But So that, that's where you're at. Like You want to take, you're going to say, like, give me that ceiling and that peak, and then let me ride out the wave of, I'm going to go play the Waukesha County Fair. <laughs> <laughs> in front of 240 people um yeah i was to give me free ribs while we're doing it as part of the stipend yeah like i don't know i can't, i don't think i could live on tour with mark mcgrath okay so well let's let's move to sugar ray because yeah i don't think like that's the easiest choice for me it's like that is one where i can definitively say like i don't fit that vibe that they have for that band like they would have me in for an audition and I just instantly like they would know it would be like the the quickest interview ever. I'd you be couldn't out. pull the wife beater off like uh, the white tank top. I don't. Yeah, uh, I don't. the look of the you know the SoCal like hard. Oh yeah, love, like I'm not. Know, I'm not. Frosted tips. I'm not in that demographic. I can't do it. I can't pull it off. Um, but I would consider it if I got to be in a Sharknado movie. Okay. And if Mark McGrath could hook me up with that, then that might be the game changer there. That would be the that would be the only scenario where I would join Sugar Ray, <laughs> so that I could down the road in I don't know eight years, eight to ten years after I was irrelevant. Well, it's shit. It's probably even longer than that. It's probably like fifteen years for sure. Um, for sure, that I could go and become be in a Sharknado movie. That's good. And I don't have to be a star in the Sharknado movie. I mean, he's a he's a prominent member of one of the casts of the film, but uh, I don't even need to be that. I just need to be in the movie. Maybe have a line or two, but I would I would consider that then. Mark's agent said something. Hey, Mark, we got a interesting opportunity for you. They want to license one of your songs. That they can go in the movie, um, but they have a request that's kind of odd. Yeah, shoot, uh, they need you to play in this. Like, what do we need to do? Oh, you need to be one of the main cast members, <laughs> and you need to like drive the catering truck. <laughs> uh, otherwise, they can't afford to have your song in there. Which one? Uh, I don't, does it really matter which one? So this brings me to where On the I'm. The Network. Yes, this brings me to where I'm going to land. I want if I'm joining one of these groups, I'm joining Harvey Danger. You're gonna be sitting on that flagpole. I am gonna be a flagpole sitter. And let let me be honest with you, they one hit for sure. I can't honestly tell you that I've heard another Harvey Danger song. But, yeah, because you're so happy you don't that need one, to hear another. That one is clearly. Of the groups, that is the best song out of that any of those three groups. Like, it is the the best out of that one. Like, of anything that they've ever produced, that's number one. Ever since we started this segment, that song has been going through my brain the entire time. It's a jam. It's a it's a that's a fucking banger. That's a good track. So it's not necessarily a one hit wonder. It's a one hit. Drop the mic. Never do that band again. Go do something else. Well, but they, you know, I had to go through and continue like trying to make another album and then having the record label fold and then all that all the nonsense that but sure. i mean they went another solid like 12 13 well, they broke they broke up in like 2009 yeah so and they went on hiatus in, in like 2001 and then got back together briefly so after end. you sat on the top of the flagpole where can you go from there i'm, I'm still up there yeah i'm still up so there. like it's like flagpole sitter then you're gonna be like a super flagpole sitter and that, like like a medium flagpole. I just, I'm just picturing Mario jumping yeah, off jumping the top off, of the block yeah. onto the flagpole. Now <laughs> I got it. Yeah. <laughs> With dead, yeah. Um, no, that's that's where I want to be. Like, give me, give me that. Give me the the high point, the the best 
well-written song of of any of the that any of those groups have put out i'll put my name on that and then i don't have to worry about any of the continued commitments or okay. anything like that okay i don't have to worry about going to play the uh wabonzi valley uh, uh chili cook-off you're gonna basically take like the ray, you're does. gonna take the ray parker jr approach just write the ghostbusters thing and then peace out kind yeah of, right? yeah that's that's where i'm at um it's i mean it was basically and it came out at the right time too like it it was not on the official American Pie soundtrack, but it was like very prominently featured in the sure. movie. Um, like it has that. Like it feels like that song was in every like '90s to early 2000s like teen-based movie. Like Road I know it trip. wasn't, but it just feels like right, it was right, there, right. and it, it feels like it could plug in there. So yeah, I want I want that. Like take me back down memory lane and put put it there. And Dude, then uh, now you got me thinking about Can't Hardly Wait. The <laughs> fine. Jennifer Love Hewitt feature film of high school, which has who else is in that? Is that Freddie Prinze Jr.? No, Freddie no. Prinze Jr. is not in there. Well, um, it is um, Ethan Embry. I don't know who that is. Uh, Rusty Griswold in Vacation, uh, Vegas the, Vacation. Okay, okay. Uh, it has got who else is in there? There's a bunch of people in there. Uh, Freddie Prinze Jr. was not. Um, I think I'm blanking on some other stuff, but like. That was a, like you're thinking about like movie soundtracks. Like if your song got on a movie soundtrack in the '90s, you were paving, you know, yeah, paving royal. You were getting yeah, good know, money, biscuit good money. gravies. That's where I found out about Blink 182 for the first time. Okay, damn it, was yeah. on that soundtrack. I know we're not on this here, but <laughs> uh, and still thinking about like yeah, I would definitely take this. Now I do have another existential question for you, Steve. Okay, and you should answer this at the same time as me. Do you listen to all three of those bands at this age in life? No. On, oh, 66% of them? No. 33% of them? Yeah. And which ones? Harvey Danger. Really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> Just that one song, too. <laughs> so, I couldn't tell you the last time I heard a Sugar Ray or a Smash Mouth song. Interesting. Well, I know what's going to go on right after this. <laughs> the all Sugar Ray, all, all the hits, all the greatest ones. I can tell you with uh within a reasonable confidence that i have listened to harvey danger at least twice this week okay at least that well that that's what caused me to start thinking about this topic sugar ray's been about three or four years smash mouth was in the last six months okay that's fair enough multiple times um now i will say that i listened to uh astro lounge enough that it probably wore right. out the you know wore out the cd um i did trade in 1459 to a like uh music exchange type place to like i i think i got like two dollars for it uh in trade value nice um and used it to buy like triple play 99 or something on playstation <laughs> <laughs> that's some good stuff um but uh yeah so and i don't i think astro lounge just got destroyed which is kind of a bummer because honestly like that that album, I remember having my boombox and with the, the dynamic bass boost, and <laughs> I love those and, and playing that fucking album. Like I'm sure my parents hated it, how much I listened to it. But uh, hey, whatever, you know, you you go to Target and you uh, you find Astro Lounge and it's what you had to have back then. It's a good jam. So I would say, like of the three groups, though, like I never owned any of the Harvey Danger albums. Neither did I. Yeah. But I still think it's the superior. Uh, I've music. stumbled upon their catalog through popular culture and yeah. means, you know. Yeah. Their a, uh, their stain is on society. Well, I will. Uh, I guess I will come and see you go play the. Uh, let's see the um, the, the Iowa Valley, <laughs> the Iowa um, Pork Producers Association Fair, Pork Fest, <laughs> or the Chicago. Dude, remember when we saw Collective Soul playing the Chicago? Uh, fucking what was it it was like the meat uh sausage fest i didn't see that oh god i wasn't there oh there was an advertised we didn't see it we didn't go to the show oh okay there's an i would see i would have gone and seen yeah but it was like it was perfect because it was like the festival was uh the chicago sausage fest (laughs) featuring collective soul and all these other bands and i'm like i'm thinking to myself okay Yes, it's a festival to celebrate sausages and stuff like that. You but saw the, the poster the and urban and like the urban dictionary <laughs> version yeah. of that. I'm like, 
I don't know if this is really what you want to be doing. <laughs> it just read so hilarious, so funny. Did you, would you say that when you saw that poster advertising it, there was a maybe a shine on it? <laughs> <laughs> God damn you with your stupid puns. I had stupid to get one in. music puns. I like it. I like it. I like it. I can't think of anything to come back with. No. So I will I will go see you at the Iowa Pork Producers uh, um, Fair that they have, I presume. And wh- where would that be like... Uh, uh, Davenport, Davenport, Iowa, or Bettendorf. Yeah, well, in the Quad Cities region. Yeah. yeah. No, no, it's either or. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then I will listen to you perform on Now Volume Seventeen <laughs> <laughs> because you're not doing any live stuff. There's no way that was Now Seventeen. I had Now Three, and that had uh, what American Woman by Lenny Kravitz and Limp Biscuit on there, and that was like in the same time because what uh, Flagpole said it came out like '97, right? '97, '98, somewhere in there got to be but they, so. they put out a lot of those now albums they did but i don't think they produced produced 14 in between hold now on three. You, you you say that and i'll look at it on the thing man harvey the, danger now album yeah i mean i hope it's not 17 otherwise they just fucking plugged and chugged right through uh you know i don't know what happened between three and 17 <laughs> let's see here let's see if the we uh I, man i like i i think i got that one at target too like Man, I, I used to buy a lot of CDs at Target. And I don't know why. I think it, maybe there was a Target in Waukegan that was over by my grandma's house, and I think we used to stop in there every now and again. I think like for whatever reason, maybe they had like CDs that were cheaper or something. I it could know. be like nine ninety nine. I'm not sure. I don't. It was ninety seven that the movie came out. Okay. Or that it came out, and I can't see if it ever was on an album. But like we could reverse engineer to see what album it would have been on. <laughs> uh now it's music but i don't want to do that no that's that's we'll think and do this for this will be part of the next week's uh obscure music selection (laughs) section all right well now that i know that you want to be in smash mouth and you know that i want to be harvey danger uh we can wrap up the show patrick actually no i want to be in all of them oh okay but it's it's a close tie you know (laughs) well you didn't say that it's a pure joy factor for all of them you know all right well i mean at least you'd have money from smash mouth yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'd also be in Tom Jones, too. But <laughs> until next time, this is, oh, this podcast. But we got to wrap up with some stuff, Steve. Yeah. So Andre Kirilenko, Andre, 47th episode. In, 47th indeed. We're coming up on the uh, the 50 milestone, which is uh, an interesting one. We'll have yeah. to, maybe we'll we'll do a top 50 list of Smash Mouth songs. Did they have 50 songs? <laughs> I don't think they had 50 <laughs> songs. 50 songs. Uh, but. but yes, uh, if anyone wants to check us out, uh, go to uh, ohthispodcast.com. Uh, check out the uh, episodes and things there. Uh, we can also get us on, uh, on Google Play, on iTunes, on Spotify. By searching uh, Harvey Danger by Spotify. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> yes, we, we may be talking about Harvey Danger more than any other show at this present moment <laughs> on this on St. Patrick's Day. Uh, then also, uh, if you want to like our page on Facebook, oh, this podcast, just uh, plug in a search there or uh, check us out on Twitter. And uh, if you do feel inclined to support the show and or, you know, because Patrick's in Smash Mouth now, they're not making much, much money. So he could use some support. Uh, go to our Patreon page or uh, go through any of the links that are on oh, this podcast.com and you can support us that way, too. Well said. Couldn't put it any better. Steve, Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy St. Patrick's Day. Is it is every St. Patrick's Day your new year? Because your name be is Patrick. It could be my new year. But until next time, I'm Steve. I'm Patrick. And we are out. <laughs>